death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. What's up, Christian Writers community? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we have very special guests. We have the Mahente crew, which I consider to be um, very good friends of ours and, and just amazing family and faith to come on, give their testimony, and just share with you what God has done with the group and themselves individually and as a whole. We've, uh, we, we've gotten to do so much with each other over the past few years, and um, we've really gotten really to know each other and, and come side by side and minister together. And it's just been an amazing time. So I'm really excited to have you guys on this podcast and really to, um, let our listeners know and, and your listeners as well, just the backstory of Mihente crew and just everything God's done with you guys over the years and, and how it all came about. And, um, I just figured, you know, God's blessed us with this this amazing platform, and what better than to extend that platform to other ministries that we've gotten to work with and, and just been blessed to come alongside of and and allow them to share their story as well. I'm going to let J-Biz um, start this off because J-Biz is the one that really is one of the original founders of the group. Um, the way he started it, and then how me and Arlene came on afterwards. So, uh, Javis, if you want to go ahead and start it off, you know, about how the Mahinte crew came about. Uh, okay. Um, well, it started back in the day. We, I was always interested in doing hip-hop and rap music uh, for the Lord. I actually... Uh, started off one of uh my dad was a pastor so one of our um, members that were starting to come to our church you know we had our own churches called church of the most high started way back in the day uh, one of our members that came to uh, our church basically uh had done rap music in the past his name was carlos romero and I'd always had an interest in doing rap music. I remember when I was uh, like 12, 13 years old, I would always uh, be in my room with a tape tape radio and I would, you know, press record and, and try to record my own lyrics over, over uh, you know, existing beats. So I always had a passion to do rap music. I liked it. You know, it was my favorite type of music. Uh, and so when I seen this guy Carlos coming to our church, I had known he had been a rapper in the past. And I remember seeing him up on stage and, you know, he is a little bit older now and he came into our church and I, I hit him up and I was like, Hey man, you still doing rap music? He's like, yeah. He goes, the first thing we need to do rap music is we need a good piano. And, and so he kind of kickstarted the whole thing with me. We had a group, it's, it was called Raised to Life. 
and back then, uh, I don't even think my, my sister was, um, really serving the Lord, uh, to her full, uh, capabilities back then. I think she was going through, um, a lot of things with, with, um, drug abuse and stuff like that. And, you know, I had decided to change my life around and, and go full fledged with, uh, with ministry and ministering and rap music. And we started our group and the Lord had us going all over the place as well. We went to, you know, Denver. We, we did a lot of stuff here. We went to Texas, Kansas. We, we were kind of going all over the place. And then one day, uh, Carlos was called to be a pastor. So he kind of left the rap ministry and, um, started doing pastor, uh, full-fledged pastor work and it kind of left me kind of, um, by myself a little bit, but I decided that, you know, I'm just going to keep it going. So we formed the Miente crew. Eventually my sister came along and started, uh, rapping with, with me and, uh, Antoine there would be kind of, kind of in and out. Like he would jump in and do a verse and then we wouldn't see him for a while. My son was with us too. His name is J5. So he's got a, a few tracks and sometimes he even writes verses for us a little bit. He's like a little bit of a ghostwriter for us. So um, that's how the Mijente crew uh, came about. Um, and then it just kind of went from there. And we just started doing stuff with a lot of different people, you know, uh, going out ministering with all the, the bikers now and it just keeps going and going and we're looking to do more and and more uh, ministry and more songs and and just trying to help everybody um come into the light of the fullness of the gospel of jesus christ that's what our main mission so that's pretty much the long story short I try to make it short so we don't go into like, you know, three hours of the story, but pretty much it. So recently, about a week ago, we came off of uh, the Break the Shackles event. And it, it was it was a great blessing for for really all of us to have the Mahante crew come alongside and, and be a, a, such a big part of this event. And... Um, you know, you guys brought in with the cars and the car show and the car and bike show, and it was just an amazing time. Um, talk about a little bit of, of what that event means to the Mejente crew and, and just what God's put on your hearts for the Break the Shackles event and um, the benefit that it goes out to. And those of you who who are listening and don't know the vision of break the shackles it's it's to help victims of sex trafficking we partner with um, quite a few ministries we all come together and partner with different homes that will um, rescue these girls and boys that have um, become victim to, to sex trafficking and they they get them out of it and and then help them kind of rehabilitate back into into uh, normal society and it's been an amazing blessing, I know, for the Christian writers to be a part of that. But um, it, it was a huge blessing to have you guys um, come in this year and be such a big part of it. So just, if you can, explain 
the the vision God put on your heart to be a part of it and um what that vision is for for the Mahente crew. Well, brother, um, <clears throat> uh, like how Jabez said, how we formulated when we first came together and I got put on, you know, struggling with the streets, trying to find my way with God fully 100% like he, he, he wants us to be. And once we started writing and starting formulating the group, the Mahente crew, uh, it, it was more for just like little outreaches for our church, little parking lot <laughs> outreach. We wasn't. We had no agenda, no goals to go outside of our parking lot. You know, we didn't we didn't think about, you know, trying to make albums. We didn't make an album until after like 10 years or something like that, or eight years or something like that. We we weren't thinking about making an album. We was just making songs and doing outreaches at our church. That's it. We didn't think of we didn't we didn't really have no connection with anybody outside the church. We had a few people, SOG, um, um, Ballots from the SOG crew and um, Seven from Hogmog and um, I.C. Jones um, from Nevada. You know, people like that will come in town and come bless us on our pulpit at a pulpit at a little outreach. And then we were just happy with that. And then, you know, God just kind of just started placing a lot of people in our path. And once we started going outside um, of our you know, our own church events. Um, we started going to parks and started going to other little events that other churches was holding. We started running to people, other pastors, people, other ministers, other organizations. And not all of a sudden, you know, we, we started, you know, just kind of uniting with a lot of different um, uh, different movements. And, um, and you know, it led us up to this day to where we at now, uh, meeting uh, with the Christian writers, and, um, New Hope, and so many different churches um, throughout Colorado, especially in Pueblo with Ruby down there and uh, Brother Juan and Olivia uh, down in Pueblo and, you know, all you guys up in Denver. So <clears throat> we had no clue where God was taking us. Right. And then we had to we realized like, hey, uh, we need to make an album because everywhere we go, everybody's asking us like, hey, you got an album? You know, you got CDs. And what, what do you got? Like, can we get you guys the music? We, we had none of that. We didn't really have no shirts, no merchandise. We were just, you know, just some guys just hanging out from the church just wanted to do some some good Christian music in the form of rap and what we call rap today, righteous and known praise. And uh, we just wanted to, to change the, the the outlook on rap music that, are, that the, the youth today are listening to. We wanted to kind of reverse that into a positive way. And, um, and all of a sudden here we are, we're getting invited to all these different events. And then all of a sudden we realize that there's a lot of movement that's going out, going on um, throughout these events we're getting invited to. And like I said, to break the shadows, um, you know, that event was, that was kind of deep for us, you know, that to understand, you know, the whole method 
of organizing that event up there. It wasn't about the car shows or the motorcycles or anything like that. It was it was for for cause for a purpose. And 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 like Jay Biz was saying, this is what um, we initially was trying to have our own little cause and our own little parking lot. But God said, like, you know, what you guys are doing is it, just you can't just keep it in one little area where you perspective. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to bring this, you know, throughout the state of Colorado. And that's the reason why I think God has linked us all up, especially with you guys, David, and a lot of other ministers, a lot of other churches we've been through in the state of Colorado and linked this up, man, so we could join a, a lot of movement because um, our sincerity, our faithfulness, our loyalty, and God's word, um, I, I believe God felt that um, we are needed in other areas and to help out the other movements that's going on in, uh, in uh, Colorado. So um, <clears throat> that's where the Mahente crew come. And now we find ourselves like, hey, we need to make more music. We need to get in the studio. We need to, you know, we don't want to come every year with the same old song, you know, even though we get different people that comes to these events or really don't know who we are. Mm -hmm. And we can kind of get away with it. But uh, it's now that we still, we realize that we got more testimony. And what I want the, the viewers to that's listening to understand is um, what we have done with this, this style of music is not what they perceive to see what's going on in the world. You know, we have a separation between the world music and what the, and gospel music. And if, if people sit back and listen, uh, to the wording of our music, it is not about the format or the genre that we bring it to the table. It's our testimonies that we're given over music. And that's what it is. We call it testimonies over beats, right? So if you listen to it, all we're doing is talking about God. We quote Bible scriptures. We're trying to help people, low poverty community, gang members, people that's strung out on drugs. And at the same time, giving everybody a history of who we are individually, where we came from, what we, did, what we had to go through to get to where we at in life. It, it, may, it may look all fun up there on the stage and we, you know, giving all the glory to God and rapping and, and everything like that. But we had, to, we had to go through something to get to where we at right now. So this is an accomplishment for us to not only get through our obstacles and our tri trials and tribulations, but to also connect with other movements in order to be able to spread the gospel uh, through other platforms. Well, and it's amazing too, because it, it, it feels like any time that God's calling us to do something, um, he, he's taking us out of our comfort zone. And when he takes us out of the comfort zone, we do experience those trials, those tribulations, but then we get to see the ultimate reward and the blessing in doing his work. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad you brought all that up because my next question was, how would you describe the difference between just getting on stage and performing and the ministry that you guys do through music? And you, you already answered that perfectly. You know, it's, it's, it's giving that testimony, you know, it's, it's glorifying God instead of, um, instead of self and, and just going where God leads you. 
And it's amazing that, uh, that you say, you know, you guys were, were content just being in the, the parking lots and, and had no plans on going outside and going across states and, and performing all over the place and ministering all over the place and, and then coming alongside other ministries. And, and it's amazing to see, to hear that part of the testimony and then to see where God has you now and you get to see the growth and all that. And it's amazing and it's a blessing to us because now that, you know, God's put us all together and we're all coming alongside of each other, ministering, and it's been a great time. Um, we're now a part of each other's testimonies, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's, it's completely amazing to see what God's doing. And uh, Antoine, we're still working on getting you that bike. If your wife approves, if your wife approves. <laughs> Yeah, it might have to have, you might have to add another wheel on it, but, uh, oh. <laughs> you know. We'll get you the side cart for the baby. She She's like a, she's she's like more gearing towards the, the slingshots. And I'm like, well, that's not a real motorcycle. They, they, they're allowed the trikes in there because there's some people that have certain disabilities that just can't ride on two wheels. So they allow that, but when you flip that around, and, and you, you reverse the trike situation to a slingshot, then they're like, mm, um, I don't think we could use that one here. But <laughs> yeah, because you know how David, I, we, we, we all got a, uh, the Mahinta crew got a, a funny testimony uh, when we first got invited up there to uh, New Hope up there. And, yeah, feel uh, free to share it. And, uh, you know, Kendo and Pastor and all them you know, invite us up there and we had no clue what we was coming up there to, right? <laughs> so we think like, you know, we're used to certain, you know, with our with our, our genre of music, uh, we're used to certain um, congregations, certain crowds that invite us that, you know, that heard of us and they want us to do the music alongside with other people that does the same genre of music. And so when we got up there, we didn't know that this was like one of their first events that they was holding in that parking lot um, for out for the outreaches. And then they come to find out later that they never had the event where there was rap music that was introduced to their events, right? So when we pulled up, right, we come up to the event and, you know, we see everybody, you know, and we're like, um, you know, a lot of elderly people, and, <laughs> you know, we've we seen the bikers, we've seen you guys, and they, we was like, um... I remember. Is this the right <laughs> event we're at? Like, what's going on? <laughs> do, I remember that. people even listen to rap music? Like, we were like, <laughs> and we was like, you know what? We're here now. We're just going to have to try it, <laughs> right? So we get up there, they call the Mahente crew up, and then all eyes was on us. You know, our mouth started getting cotton mouth. Our mouth was getting dry out there. It was getting thirsty. Started sweating. We was like, hey, if God called us to be here at this event, maybe God maybe God has something in store for what's going on over here. And I tell you what, and um, we, you know, we did our music and we was embraced. We was accepted. People, you know, uh, just, just love the fact that you know, that what they perceived as rap music, what the world was given, 
but it's being reversed by what we was doing in the industry for the for for, for God and in the ministry. So, you know, we was like, oh wow, this is this is something different for us. We had no clue. We, you know, we prejudged, you know, everything when we pulled up there. We it was all good till we got there. We we're like, um, are, are are they sure they want us to come over here? Like, what's going are on? We in the there? right spot. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that and, and then after that, man, you know, a lot of people was just loving on us and embracing us and they keep inviting us back every year. And um, so that was a, that was a turning point for the Mahinta crew as well. And that's amazing too. It is just for falls right back into, you know, the, the, the best work God does is outside of our comfort zone and then just turning back and knowing and trusting and like, Hey, if he called us here, there was a reason. And then you get to see that grow afterward. And uh, no, it was amazing. It was an amazing uh, performance. It was amazing ministry. And I, I'm definitely blessed to have been there with you guys. Well, I, I think your music works for everyone because you take real life and bring the gospel into it. And that seems to connect. Is what I feel when, I, when I'm listening. Amen. And um, I know my wife, she got something to say because... Um, you know, we, we, we came in, um, you know, everywhere we go, we link up, we link up with different churches. We look at different pastors, we look at uh, mu different music ministries and, and, uh, we was blessed to link, link up with, uh, heaven bound. And, uh, you know, that was, that's a really awesome group, man. They love us. And, uh, you know, they had an unfortunate event within their group, man. I let Arlene, let, you know, to her, to her side of, you know, how she felt about us, you know, even linking up with that band as well. Like, you know, that's a, that's a type of band, like, you know, what was, was that event where we met Heavenbound? I don't remember. I don't think so, but I'll tell no, you. No, 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 I'm not saying that event was, I'm just saying that, oh. you know, just for us being able to link up with different ministry, music ministries, and well, I tell you what, that, that first time we came to New Hope is where we met the rock band, Jeremiah, and mm -hmm. what were they called? Conflict in Between? Yeah, yeah. That's where we met Conflict in Between, and uh, I, I, I like all genres of music. I'm not, I'm kind of, I'm kind of the weird one in Group. No, I'm not going to say it's just me. I think J-Biz, too. I think J-Biz listens to all kinds of genres. I don't know about you, Antoine. I think I got you into different genres, but I don't know if you were listening to different genres before. But for me personally, like when I heard Jeremiah and the conflict in between uh, do their set that first time that we visited New Hope, and he sang this song called Wake Up. Mm -hmm. And then there was like a mosh pit, right? And I don't think I was pregnant yet. So I was all in the mosh pit. And for me to be included in into a rock mosh pit that's gospel was like, I was like so grateful. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we do the righteous anointed praise rap music and everything. But to be, that's why I think it's so important to be 
to say yes when God invites you to go outside of your comfort zone is because he blesses you in that obedience. And for me to be involved in that kind of genre of music and see that live at that church and see everybody's faces in our group that just went with us to be there, it was like an experience that I could still remember because I don't know any bands here in Colorado Springs that that do live music like that, you know, and it was, and we, and we got to do a song with them, you know, after that meeting that we met with them over there, we got to do a song with them. And I think that God knows what he's doing when he tells us to go. And, you know, we never, we never put ourselves out there as a crew to be booked for an event. We don't, we're a little bit different than most groups. We don't, ask for people to book us we don't invite ourselves we wait on god and see who extends invitations and thinks of us because we're not performers we're ministers we don't use our gifts and our testimonies to get more to get more uh recognitions for ourselves we kind of just do it all for the glory of god and so for us to be invited and to experience different things it's just amazing to me. Yeah, and Texas arrived too. Hey, David, have you heard our, our rock song with uh, Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah Conflict in between? I was just about to ask if that was recorded. Yeah, we, it's on our album. Um, I think I could... Shoot that uh, over to me. I think I could uh, pull it... Um, it's, it's a, uh, <laughs> you know, like I said, that was, when you talk about stepping up our comfort zone, we didn't know nothing about no rap or like rock music like that. And then just being with Jeremiah and, um, we got to get know, you out more, Antoine. We got to get it, you it, out it, more. It, it, it allowed us to, <laughs> um, really understand that. It's more to it than um, what a lot of people really perceive about Christian music mm -hmm. or the music ministry within itself. And the one that we made with him was called uh, Victory. I don't know if you could play it while we're down here, just to give you a little snippet of it, but I'm going to share it to you right now and and i'm gonna i want you to see if you can maybe throw it on here and uh play it for a, a little snippet on here to quench the fire escape the sword out of weakness made stronger for my lord and i conquer kingdoms with my double-edged sword not really god that's your blood poured to the past we always felt the feeling and fast forward to today when you realize it was me you above ground now but back then you couldn't see it you can see your future written but today refuse to read it we can't pick the read but i can bring you war put on the whole armor lead a ripping floor running towards the enemy like a wild war that's what i stand for it's time to sell the score When we went versatile with this, uh, <laughs> a 
a lot of people was looking at us crazy, but they don't understand how we we started relating to, you know, the gospel within the self, no matter what kind of genre it came, you know, we was just it, we're just happy to be able to relate to it. When the word of God is given, no matter what form of genre is given in, if, if it's true and, and it's coming through the spirit, that we can relate to it. And that's what happened. And that's the reason why we, we're so versatile. We can relate to a lot of different music. I just sit well, that over I to think, you. I think that goes along with our name as well. Mi gente in Spanish means my people. And we don't necessarily mean a type of race, but we mean like God's people. And you know, God's people could be everybody because God's mm -hmm. love is for everybody. And so with our album that we dropped, we never dropped an album until, what was it, Jabez? 2019? 2020? I don't even remember. Yeah. 2000, it was like two years ago. So that was, no, that was 21, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't even know. Our days mixed yeah. together. Because it was right in the middle of COVID. Because remember yeah. our release, we oh, yeah. had to like, have all kinds of restrictions. Right. They had to wear masks and so, stuff. We had an album release party and it, we had it up there at the, uh, uh, what was that place, Antoine? The UCCS, the college up there off of, uh, of North Nevada. And it's uh, at, uh Garden of Garden University Garden Art Center. Yeah. Yeah. And it, everybody had to everybody had to sit like seven seats apart <laughs> nobody else could be sitting in between. But all the seats right. that were available were sold out as well. And uh that was when we had our first album re release party in uh it was, it was a great party. We have it all on video. And we sold and out. Send him that video and he can play that too. Huh? Yeah, definitely. I've got, I did get that link. I did get that link. And what I'll do is I've, we've got this amazing software over here. Um, so what I'll do, I'll pull it up on the computer and I'll record it onto the software um, that I use to edit and everything. And then we'll, we'll put it up with the, with the show. Yeah. The intro. Yeah. Nice. And so all I was saying is the reason why, reason why we so we, we were like all strictly rap right like before we made this album that's all we did was the genre of rap I mean there was a few like love songs and stuff like that but we still were rapping in the song and the songs that we did for this album sold out and you know it's not S-O-L-D it's S-O-U-L-E-D mm -hmm. for yes. like your soul you know mm -hmm. this this album we had a song that was for every genre. I think we got a reggae song. We got that rock song. We got, you know, a rap song. What other genres do we have in that song, that, that album? We had a, we got a worship song, a presence of the rain. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. We had a, we had a, 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 a Mexican song with, uh, Eddie uh, Mon. With, with Eddie Mon, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, so we, we West Coast. We had a West Coast song for the guys. We just wanted to explore different genres because we're the Mijente crew, and Mijente means my people. Well, that should be all people, all genres, and so we just played with the idea 
that we should just try to make different music all the time. And so with that rock song, when Antoine said that we came to New Hope and we felt all uncomfortable and stuff like that, you know, we sang our rap. Well, now we go into rap arenas where they all listen to rap arenas and we'll be like, you guys want to just do the rock song, you know, like, and just shake it up a little bit, you know? Show them we'll something be, new. Yeah, yeah, show them something new. And then sometimes, like, the mouths will drop. And then at the end of the event, this one person will be like, dang, I can't believe you did that rock song. We love rock, too, you know? And it's just, that that was all God, you know what I'm saying? That, I don't think we would be like ever one. That'd be like one or two people out of like 60, 70 people though. <laughs> yeah, but that, I think that if we wouldn't have went to New Hope that that time when God said go and we met Jeremiah, we might have not ever, we might have never not been able to do that. Yeah, and I and think we, it's just amazing. I'm just gonna make a video with Jeremiah too. But um, I think Jeremiah moved to Texas. I don't know if I told you guys. Um, I was just told at the last event, the breaking of, uh, of the shackles, that Jeremiah moved down to Texas. So we was trying to get a, a music video with that because we had something in mind for that. But maybe we could get them later on when they come back or do another song with them or something. So interesting you know story uh, about that. Sorry, go ahead. I wanted to kind of give it up to Antoine, too, because he's kind of like the... Uh, the what do you call it? Big network guy when it comes to collab. The big network guy, like for our album. He basically like sets up artists and he gets on the phone with them and he's like, hey bro, I need you to do this for me. Even if I remember we was up, he was up late, like till like what three or four in the morning. Yeah, with Jay Carter. Remember that? We didn't we, sleep that right day. Who was he recording with? Jay Carter. Jay Carter, yeah, we got a song with Jay Carter, and he's 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 a, a one of the most gifted singers that we had on our album. He even does like the um, the Denver Nuggets, the national anthem before the games and stuff like that. So I remember he was. Uh, we had to get this album out and he, that was the last song. So they were up to like three or four in the morning recording. And uh, basically we we had this deadline and we were going all night and I was sitting at home waiting and waiting for hours and hours and hours <laughs> just to get this track. And uh, if it was up to me, I would have been asleep. You know what I mean? But Antoine and Arlene, they were over there at that at that uh, house, man, just putting in work all night long. And it just sometimes it just takes dedication like that and uh, hard work. And when, when we say we have blood, sweat and tears in some of these this album, you know, and you hear about that when people say I got blood, sweat and tears into this, you know, it's, it's true because it does take a lot of hard work with our schedules. You know, I'm up at, at our mountain house right now with like six percent left on my phone and i forgot my phone charger at the house <laughs> down in the springs you know and i'm just tired yeah. uh trying to get every minute every second out of this battery on this phone and that's all right that's all right it's a lot to, to to get this music out and you know and when we just use this music as a tool to bring in a loss to, to have interest and what we're doing and have interest in what we're saying and maybe 
maybe you know one person will come to the knowledge of the 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 love of Christ, you know what I mean? And that's our main goal with the Mihente crew is just to have people come into the realization and the knowledge that, hey, God is real. He, he changed He changed us. He rearranged us. He, he changed my sister. I seen her come to the, uh, to, the house, to the house, you know, all drugged up. And I seen an Antoine one time. I remember back in the day, I used to buy uh, marijuana from Antoine. Hey! Me too. <laughs> <laughs> one of the biggest marijuana go-tos that we knew. And we I knew I recognized you. I knew it. <laughs> hey, and now look, he's preaching. He's preaching the word, amen. And he's he's doing this thing, and he he, he he's changing other people's minds, and or or no, God is using him to change other people's minds and giving them a new outlook on life, and. And praise God that he's, you know, they've came a long way. And I just thank the Lord for that as well. So. Amen. Amen. And and I'll be mindful of, uh, I'll be mindful of your 6%. I just have one more question. But before we get there, um, I I do have an interesting story. We were talking about uh, Jeremiah and the conflict between. And yeah, 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 I did hear he moved down to Texas. But the, the funny story is not this year at Break the Shackles, but last year um, when we were out east he actually flew out to Colorado just to perform, got back on a plane, flew back home that day. Man, that's Jeremiah. Sound like Jeremiah. That sound like he's, he's a really good, humble guy. And we love working with him. And I know we'll get together here soon and work again. You know, he, he knows where he came from. He knows the movement that he left behind, that he's pretty much still a part of, um, you know, any given time that he wants to come down here, his place is, his spot, I'm, I is guaranteed to still be open no matter what, you know, it's just, um, I, I know his career kind of takes him throughout, you know, all the, everywhere that his opportunities could take him in, you know, um, and it's just, it was just a, a, a great opportunity for us to be able to venture out like that and, like I said, you know, people, I'll tell you what, Dave, before you get to your last question, um, we, the Mejente crew, we, we're not like any other Christian rap artists or Christian rap groups. We, our, our genre of music is not here to really be pleasing to a lot of people or appealing to a lot of people so we could get, you know, record deals and we could get all these different likes, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, on YouTube or social media, or we or we get invited to travel throughout the world, do concerts throughout the world or whatever like that. We make music according to the testimonies and the knowledge that God has given us. That's where our music comes from. Our music's got to come from the heart, which Amen. which God resides in. And so with that being said, our music is always different. From, from other Christian artists that you see, the, what they so-called, the big name Christians that's out here, that you see that's got a, bit, a way big platform that gets to travel and go from state to state, all the tour and all the term and get paid for that. Um, we, we put a difference between the two um, because um, you know we, we're not here to entertain or perform or do some kind of enticing, um, Tyson performance on stage. 
And that's the reason why people are not flocking to the Mahinta crew. You know, we, our music is on all platforms. We went through every, you know, way to put all our music on all the platforms. You can look us up. You, I can say right here and tell Alexa to play, uh, you know, Mahinta crew music and she, she'll start playing that music. You know, we mm -hmm. on all platforms, you know, you could, you could, we could go on Spotify. We on, we on there, you go on YouTube, we everywhere, right? But, you know, we'll get on there. We don't really check to see how many likes we get, how many people subscribed on us and how much money we making. You know, we, I think our first check we got was what, $12? And we was happy with that. I think we yeah. just stumbled on that info too, because I said that our, something was up or something like that. And then we went to the account and we're like, oh shoot, we made like 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're rich. Like, we get rich. We're about to be rich, man. We made $10, but we'll get on there like YouTube and I'm, our videos is out on there as well. We got a, we got a channel on there for you can see, all, hear all the music, see all our music videos. Um, and we, um, we're working on our second album now, but the first album, we will see how many people viewed our, our song. And, you know, you look at some of the other artists, they got 1.2 million, right? You know, all these different people, you know, uh, other uh, name brand artists, right? Then we look at our, and we got 25 people. Like, we're like, well, shoot, that's better than nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's just the difference between glorifying God and glorifying self. You know, when, you, when you're doing something to glorify God, he's going to put the people he has intended to be there. He's going to have, he's, he's going to reach the people through you that he has your music intended to, to reach, you know, and that's what, that's what we're all in this for. You know, it's, it's, it's not about how many people we can reach. It's okay. God put, put the people you want me to reach or you want to reach through me in my path and then Amen. give me those words to minister. And I think all the collaborations you guys have done and being outside of even the genre that you're, you're comfortable with, it just goes to show that God can use anything and everything and anyone to glorify his word and to Amen. minister the gospel. And uh, we're going to get you on country next. Oh, I'm ready. Y'all ready? We already, we already talked about it. There we yeah, go. Yeah, I, like, right. I like country. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. I like that. Amen. Amen. Well, the last thing I got for you is I really just want to lift you guys up and and give you an opportunity. We keep talking about new music coming. Uh, we keep talking about what, what God's doing moving forward. And I, I, I really want, if you guys are okay with it, um, to get a sneak peek of, of any new upcoming projects that God has for the Mejente crew that you might want to, uh, that you might want to share. Share. J-Biz. Yeah, we got a, we got a few things in the works. Uh, we got a new track coming out. It's called that eighties track. You know, it's one of those tracks where you feel like you want to go roller skating at the, <laughs> at the roller rink, you know, with all your friends. Oh yeah. Uh, with an afro and some bell bottoms with the yeah. afros with the psychedelic uh, <laughs> shoes and the <laughs> bell bottoms you know something like that you can tell we haven't and, skated uh, for a while yeah and, and that's just going to be like something else you know a different genre that we've never done before but I can guarantee you this track is tight 
real tight. Yes. Nice. Uh, we got a we got a new track just re- freshly recorded like in the last three days with our brother Illustrate. And that how how can you explain that track, Antoine? It's more like a Detroit old school. Yeah, like of, a ride, like a it's like a, a, a city. You know, like the old school, you know, like Detroit, uh, um, you know, back in the days when, uh, you know, they used to have, what's, what's the, you know, the, the the Godfather, not the Godfather, but what's the, I forget the name, oh, Shaft, Shaft oh, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, rolling in a big Cadillac down the, <laughs> the streets of Detroit and the beat come in, dun, 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 right? And it's, <laughs> right. And so we, we did with that because our brother illustrated and I want to give a shout out to him and his family. Um, I love uh, that dude, man. I actually met him. We were going to the same church. Yeah. 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 yeah so family over there. They just moved yeah. out of the state though. Miss them. Did they really? Yeah. yeah, yeah they're they down moved. to Tennessee. Oh, they moved man. to Tennessee because he's got a great job offer out there. But you know, one thing about Illustrate, he stayed connected and we've connected. we've been sitting on that track. We've been sitting on that track for a minute because when me and Antoine had our baby, we kind of sat down for a little bit just to, you know, experience our son Azariah there for a while. And then uh, Illustrate has sent us to track and, you know, it was hard for us to get back into the studio because we all work nine to fives and then weekends we do outreaches and we have church and all that stuff. And so... Mm -hmm. This last week, we were like, what do we got to make? We got to get back in the studio. And we were like, Illustrate first, Illustrate first, you know, because we got a list. And man, we sent it to Illustrate like three days ago. And Illustrate, I think he emailed us this morning with it already complete. We were like, dang, he is not playing over there. And then we, and then we got music coming with uh, Cross Center Records with uh, Mariah and Select and... Um, Cam Seaborn. Um, Cam Seaborn. And, uh, you know, we also, we also do a ministry with uh, prison ministries with uh, um, G Life um, over with MVP and Roll Up, where we are, we're going to start going into, back into, we did it before, but we're going to start going to the youth uh, detention centers and going there and then doing, uh, you know, doing concerts in there. Um, and ministering to some of them kids in there, you, you know, the last time we went, man, it was a, a big eye opener, David, because, you know, you got 13, 14 year kids in there for murder and they just waiting for them to turn the right for age so they could charge them for adults so they could continue to spend the rest of their life in prison. And these are kids. These are little girls. These are little boys. Like they don't they haven't even begin to know what life is about. And then they are already facing murder. They are already facing life in prison. You know, so it, it's it's hard for us to go in there and look at them kids in the face and tell them everything is going to be all right. Like, man, that's you can't really do that. But what we do have to tell them that just because they're locked up physically, mentally and spiritually, they could be free. Amen. You know, God don't worry about where you at to for you to to be accepted by him and for you to repent, you know, for you to be redeemed, for him to give you grace and salvation. You could be locked up and God could still save you. You could have the, any kind of charges. Right. You know, he just don't he just don't like blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. That's one thing he ain't gonna he don't like too much, right? But you know, so we're gonna get back in that with G Life MVP and uh, with that. And um, one thing I want to mention too, uh, we were doing um, 
these outreaches at our church um, called the Yay Event, Y-E-A, mm -hmm. and it stands for Youth Education and Awareness. And it was basically uh, pertaining to uh, uh, bullying, uh, depression, and suicide prevention for, for kids, for young adults, teenagers, and stuff like that. And we was we was doing going through that even through COVID. COVID didn't stop us. We were still having the events, even though we had a couple of them, people couldn't come. We a lot of the ministers out here would unite with us and they would come do some music. And we haven't done that in quite some time. And I tell you what, that that little event right there. Um, we put that together and that is huge. I mean, nobody embraced it too much to, to make it, you know, turn like with the city of Colorado Springs or Denver or Pueblo, nobody kind of embraced it to, they wanted to really, uh, you know, to, to bring it, bring it into notice. So it, we, we could go from either schools, we could go to sc schools through, through, through the schools and, and bring this into schools and, you know, and bring it to some kind of, you know, like awareness throughout the state of Colorado, maybe even further. And um, it wasn't embraced like we wanted to be. We had a lot of people show up. We had a lot of ministers come in and out of town, um, in and out of the state. They come down there and help minister and everything, but it didn't take off like we wanted to. We didn't give up on it. Like I said, we took a break. Um, we took a break. I think we just lost Jay Biz. Uh, we took yeah. a break, and um, I feel bad because I told him I'd be mindful of that six percent. Yeah, it so wasn't, yeah, it do, wasn't do, you. Do give him uh, <laughs> give him our apologies. He could probably yeah. he'll probably call us back on uh, Melissa's phone. Um, but um, we about to start I think that. We, back I think yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I think we need to start that back up. You know, it might it might not have been attended the way we wanted it to be because it, like you said, it was back in 2020 when COVID when COVID was, you know, a epidemic here, but like we did go live on all social media platforms and I know there was a lot of people that tapped in and you know, there was a lot of testimonies with some families that did lose their children to suicide. You know, and I think it was healing for them to share their testimonies in such a place where there was only like a few people, you know, because the people that lost their kids to speak about it after it like freshly happened, that's that's deep. That's hard to do. And because mm -hmm. our yeah, event was small because of the disease that was going on, I think it helped and encouraged those people to just share. Amen. Yeah. And it sounds like it was intended on how God intended it to go at that point in time. And I right. think with, with what we've seen, any, any time we, we start new ministry or we start ministry in somewhere new, it's, it's going to take time to build up, but it takes God's time to build up. And, and the same thing with the break the shackles. I mean, the first year we did it, it was uh, kind of the same thing and COVID and um, we really didn't have the outcome yeah, that we true. wanted to and, and things like that. But then each year we've watched God grow it. And, and honestly, we don't, uh, you know, we, we, we don't count numbers. We don't count, um, how many people, I mean, the only reason we keep a tally of pre-registration is to know how many shirts to get, you know, okay. and, and we've just, we're, 
we're blown away each year that we get to that final um, destination of the poker run where the event's taking place and, and to see how many people have come in, you know, and this year, uh, thank you, Lord, this year was, was the biggest year yet. And I have that same faith and what God's doing with the Mente crew. I really do. I think each year, each time you guys put something out, each time you respond to that, um, that calling and are obedient to that calling. I mean, shoot, you guys just got done telling us that, uh, you know, there's been times where you didn't sleep that day because you were just obedient to where God had you. And, and yeah, you know, this, this walk isn't an easy one, but the thing is we were never promised for God's work to be easy. We were promised it was going to be worth it. And each and every time we, we get that, that blessing by being filled through the people that, that we're able to reach and that he uses us to reach. And it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Amen. So just keep that in mind. Cause we really want that to, we wanted this, we wanted the city of Colorado Springs to embrace that because um, we want to make this, um, we want to be, we was trying to bring in an annual event. So I was trying to talk with the city officials that are, they, they, they do all the, the planning for events for the city of Colorado Springs. Down there were the city council members, um, down there with the mayor and so forth like that. And, um, you know, so we can make this a broad thing because these things need to be heard. This is, you know, the, the education for the youth today needs to be addressed. Like right now, David, I don't, I don't know if you, are, you know, are you following uh, what's happening within the, the, the schools for our kids, but now they're being exposed to a lot of different things that the, the, the scripture or the Bible is going against. And oh, the yeah. government, they are allowing these things to happen within the schools. Now it's reaching down to the elementary schools and they placing in their, their literature books, um, you know, and trying to make things seem okay. And we have to, this is, this is where our good fight of faith is starting to kick in. Now we, we talk about it all the time. Oh, you got to fight the good fight of faith. Oh, it's, it's starting to happen right now because with our kids and everything being exposed to what's going on in these schools, it's a fight. Now we have to start standing up and we have to be more outspoken but it takes unity to do that. It takes us like we're doing to come together, take the churches to come together. It takes these events. It takes us coming, reaching out to the communities and getting on the highways and the byways and coming together and start speaking out and speaking, speaking against, you know, things that are not pleasing to God. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's very unfortunate that, you know, the, 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 and I'm going to go on a slight rant. Um, just for a sec that the we'll take the public schools, you know, as, as the, the example, you know, they, 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 everyone wants to preach diversity, but it's only diverse as long as the Bible's not included, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the society itself wants to pat itself on the back for mm-hmm. being diverse and being welcoming and being, um, accepting of everything as long as it's not the Bible. And we got to fight that fight to put the Bible back into society. You know, we really do. I mean, if you can't preach acceptance, but exclude 
the one truth that is given to us. Yep. You know? Yeah. That's what they're doing. But yeah, definitely. We're we're, going to keep you guys in prayer. We're going to keep all your upcoming projects in prayer and then um, everything you guys are working on and speaking of prayer. Before we let you guys go, I'm going to have my man Steve here just lift you guys up in prayer. And we really just want to do that for you and and continue to pray that we get the opportunity to to come alongside each other uh, again and again and again because we love you guys. Amen. Father God, we thank you for Mahinte crew. We thank you for Antoine and Arlene and John and how you've come into their lives, Lord God. They answered the call when you called them, and your love has changed their lives. And because your love is flowing through them, they have brought you in front of the lives of many others. Lord God, we thank you that you've given them hearts to love the youth in our country, and we praise you that they're able to do these events to help the youth, Lord God. And we praise you that they are making music to your glory, that they're not looking to glorify self, they're not looking to glorify genre, but they're looking to glorify you, Lord God, and their music does glorify you with lyrics that are meaningful, with lyrics that touch the heart, with lyrics that have your words mixed all through them. Father God, we thank you for Mahente Crew, and we thank you that uh, you have brought them in connection with us so that we may glorify you together. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And I would just like to thank you, David and Stephen, for taking time out your day just to meet with us and put us on your podcasts. I think it's a blessing. I agree with Stephen's prayer, how we got unified just to glorify the God of this planet. And I'm just grateful that he is utilizing us to make some noise in the kingdom. Amen. 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 Well, we love you guys. It was a blessing to us to have you on the show and, and we can't wait to post it. So uh, amen. And thank you. And God bless. God bless you too. All right, Stephen. Nice to meet you. Stephen, you ride bikes too, huh? I have ridden a bike, but I haven't ridden it well. (laughs) I understand. Yeah. I think that's the reason why we're going to maybe go to three wheels.